Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Mosas. I'm Day. And I'm Reed. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, I tried, I get that Y'all gotta get that shit together. <laughs> I didn't want to do like a long pause and like wait for each other to do it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all, what a day. What are you drinking, Ruby? Um, I'm drinking a skinny bitch. Okay. Diet Coke, um, vanilla oh, okay. vodka. You saw my face. So I was trying to think about what the fuck that was. It's it's Zach's mom's drink. The yeah, Diet Coke, um, vanilla vodka, and then a splash of lime juice. Okay, okay. Really, what you drinking? I got um some rum and um pineapple juice, and that's it. Some ice. Um, I just woke up, so I had to throw something together. So I had I have watered down strawberry lemonade from Wendy's with a splash of Patron on top. So I like it. I like it. Hey, it works. It works. <laughs> Low key making me more sleepy. <laughs> Y'all almost didn't make it tonight. I, I fell asleep and. Yeah, just by the grace of God, I made it. So, <laughs> oh, gosh, how was God's week? What do y'all do? What y'all do? What, what's going on? Tell me something good. I worked, man. I was gonna say work for the man. <laughs> I worked. I've been um, I've been online shopping. Like, a is that what you're doing man. right now on your phone? <laughs> Ah, man. I'm looking at something story story wise. <laughs> um, that's it. I got that fucking cricket, and I've been ordering fucking fifty thousand vinyls. Oh, Lord. so that's that. Wait, where did you get that? Did you already tell us that? Did I got it. That? I think I got it like a week and a half ago. Okay. Oh no, you might have said something, but I don't remember what I ate for dinner yesterday. So I don't know. <laughs> Ruby, you do anything good this week? Anything good happened to you? Um I am still alive and breathing. That <laughs> is what I have going for me. Okay. I think that's I feel that good. though, because this week has been fucking terrible. Yeah. So I'm just glad that we're all alive here. Yeah. It's it's, it's been a week. It's been yeah. a fucking week. It's the little and things you gotta the little blessings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, look yeah, at the nobody serial right. killed you. You're right. Nobody serial killed drinking you. Drinking my watered down strawberry lemonade with uh, with vodka with what am I drinking? Patron. See, I don't, I'm out of it. I don't know what's going on. What What is today? I, I, I was just it? trying. To, I was just trying to think of a song that had Patron in it, like. Uh, oh, that Ti song, <laughs> Patron on Ice. There we go. Bye, there it is. Bye, I was bye, like, bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> I'm really like Patron. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. I knew there was a song. Amazing. I okay. feel like Pitbull has a song with Patron in it too. I, I don't know. Does he? I don't really know 
Pitbull songs off the top of my head. I'd have to Google something. He got that one song that's like, been there, done that. Huh? What song is that? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> sure. Sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> we the song I can come up with right now. So I was like, been there, done that. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm kind that's um, gonna bug me. I know what you're talking about. Okay, it's fine. It's gonna <laughs> pop in your head like mid episode. Like, oh shit. <laughs> oh oh no. lord. Okay. Just... All right. Well, Ruby, you wanna go first this week? Okay. It's a little bouncing back and forth between sources because there's just. You're so great for having multiple sources. I usually just have Wikipedia. So. <laughs> well, well, like some have, for, me, for being honest, like <laughs> some have like a few more details than others, and I just just wanted to get all the juicy deets. You know what I mean, yeah. ladies? Um, okay, so mine is on the disappearance slash what slash I guess murder of. I say I guess because y'all see of um, Dorothy Jane Scott. This was okay. in the 80s. 80s, yeah. So, basically, there's Dorothy. She's a 32-year-old lady. And she, <laughs> she had a four-year-old son named Sean. And she was a single mother. She lived with her aunt. And um, they lived close to her parents' house, like 20 minutes away from her parents' house in California. Um, And they were all just like a really close family. And when she would go to work, her parents would watch Sean, all this good stuff. Um, People say she was a a nice Christian woman. Um, She didn't drink or do drugs. She loved staying at home with her son. Um, She didn't, her dad had said that, you know, she'd go on dates here and there, but she never had like a steady boyfriend leading up to this disappearance. Um, she worked as a secretary at Swinger's Psych Shop, which is, sold psychedelic beads and lava lamps and stuff. Just like weird from her, the description of herself. It's kind of an odd place to work. Um, and then she also worked at another store called Custom John's Head Shop. Not sure what kind of shop it is, but yeah. Um, so in the months leading up to her disappearance, she had told people that she had been receiving phone calls from a man who she said was stalking her. And when he would call her, like both her home and work phones, um, he would express like his undying love for her. But then like the next phone call, he would like threaten her and just be all crazy. And then he would even tell her about like her daily routines. Like, hey, you went you went to H-E-B today kind of thing. Just weird. So one call, yeah, so one call specifically, like, really freaked her out because he told her he was going to get her alone and cut her into pieces so, like, no one could ever find her. Um, and another time he told, he called her and told her to go outside and that he had left something for her. And when she went out the door, she found one dead rose sitting on top of her car just I would, I would move okay. how, many, how many times did he call her for her it to was even... it was like a lot oh. it was a lot but apparently there wasn't much to go off of it so they just basically all went unreported 
until Fuck like, that. Yeah, so she told Tell her me. family. Yeah, so she told her family that she recognized the voice, but like she couldn't place it. And even a week before her disappearance, she began taking self-defense lessons and considered buying a gun. Um, so then back, bouncing to another. Um, on the night of May 28, 1980, um, Dorothy had dropped her son off with her parents so that she could go to a staff meeting where she worked. During the meeting, she noticed that one of her co-workers, Conrad, didn't look well. She's like, hey, you look kind of sick. Um, and so she offered to take him to the hospital with another co-worker named Pam. So they took him to the hospital, but first they went to her parents' house so she could check on Sean. And then she changed her, she was wearing a black scarf, and then she changed it to a red scarf. I don't know, it was, it's details. Um so at the hospital, um, it was figured out that he was bitten by a black widow spider, which is just like absolutely disgusting. Um, and so he was treated. And while he was being treated, Pam and Dorothy were hanging out together the whole time, didn't leave each other's sides for nothing. So after he was treated and everything, um, Pam and Conrad were waiting to get his prescription filled to go home and Dorothy went out to her car by herself in the parking lot and she was just going to come bring the car around and after a while like they she didn't come to get him so they went outside and all of a sudden her car like sped off like kind of towards them but the headlights were like super bright so they couldn't see who was in the car so they were like oh that's weird maybe they thought like there was an emergency with her son and she just had to go but after a few hours i mean this is the 80s so there wasn't like cell phones being like where'd you go are you good so after a few hours they um were like oh that's weird they even tried to call like her parents house but like she didn't come so then they reported her missing and at around 4.30 the following morning, her car, um, a white Toyota station wagon, was found in an alley um, in Santa Ana, which is about 10 miles from the hospital. And the car had been set on fire, but no one was inside. So, yeah. So, um, about a week after that is when Dorothy's mom starting getting calls from this dude mm. and harassing the poor mother Vera. Um, so he called and would be like, are you related to Dorothy Scott? And she would say yes. And he would say, I've got her. And then like hung up and he would call, he called for, <laughs> So, okay, hold on. <laughs> this is just, like wild to me. Again, it's the 80s. But um, they called the police, obviously, and were like, help, this guy's calling. Um, so they told the police, and the police didn't really do much. And so the parents got um, impatient, and they told one of the newspapers to run a story. And immediately after running the story, the editor got a call and like the killer or the person was like, I killed her, which is like, like on the phone. It was like, I killed her. She was my love. I caught her cheating with another man. She denied having someone else. I killed her. 
And then he also told him she was wearing a red scarf, like all these details. Yep. So like had to be him. And he even said that she was at the hospital and her friend got bit by a black widow spider. Like, so did he oh. think she was cheating with the guy that got bit? I don't know. And when I say cheating, they weren't together. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so there's like a theory, but we'll get to that. So, um, yeah, so after that, so her ex and, like, the father of Sean, like, they investigated him, but his alibi was, like, airtight. It just, like, wasn't him. Um, so almost every Wednesday when her mom was home alone for four years, four years after that, he called saying, "Wow, is Dorothy there? I've got her. Like, I've killed her. And they even put, Fuck. like... Yeah, they attempted to trace the phone calls, but every phone call was just, like, super short. Like, is Dorothy there? I kill her. Like, something like that. That's and for four, for four years. <laughs> so, four years later, on August um, 6, 1984, a construction worker discovered human remains in the brush on Canyon Road in Santa Ana. Um, only partial remains were located, a human skull, pelvis, two thigh bones, and an arm. And then a turquoise ring and watch were also located. Um, and then there was also remains of a dog that were found on top of that. And after doing um, dental thing, whatever it's called, um, they were her bones. So... Mm. Mm-hmm. And they were like, kind of, dog? I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, I think even it was like after when the body was found too, he kept calling. And then they, okay, so they stopped. Um, they finally stopped after um, her son. Her son had picked up. So, um, wasn't her son. I'm getting mixed up with people's names. Jacob is not her son. Jacob's her father. So usually it's the mom who picked up the phone. Mm-hmm. And so Jacob picked, picked up. And when he did, the caller immediately hung up and never called again. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. So there's a theory because so both of her parents are obviously like, they've passed but sean her son is like grown still alive and there's a theory and he still believes this i i believe sean too um so they there was a guy named mike butler who once owned the custom john's head shop where she worked and apparently he had become obsessed with dorothy and he lived alone in this Santiago mountains and was rumored he was unstable and perhaps, perhaps even involved in cult activities. Um, Let's throw be- that in there. Yeah. So he, her son believes that he was the man who was stalking her. Um, even though there's, there's no like substantial evidence. Um, he would, but he would have known like her schedule, even when she was wearing, because yeah. apparently his sister worked there with her even after like he stopped working there um but he thinks that yeah he thinks he did it i believe it (laughs) i'll believe it but he like still like to this day like like won't obviously won't let go of it um but yeah so that's that's that that is the story of poor dorothy scott 
man. Sure. Technology yeah. would have been like a huge help in her case, like yeah, because they would have had all kind of records from cell phones. Yeah, and maybe if they would have put a tracker on the phone in the beginning, like they used to do the mobsters, maybe they would have had something. Something. Yeah. Well, darn. That was the last thing. They seem a little lazy. (laughs) Well, this is like the last thing was that when the dad answered, he hung up and never called again. They think like it's like the son was saying because her dad like had crossed paths with like Mike Butler before and would have known his voice. And so they think. I don't know, but, like, could you imagine, like, your daughter going missing, and for four years, like, that creepy person who was calling her is calling you, like, absolutely not, unconnect the phone, we're moving, (laughs) like, (laughs) for real, oh my gosh, that's That's crazy, yeah, terrifying, Mm. well, I guess I'll go next, let Rigo last this week, I don't, yeah, okay, we'll do that, um, Kind of shortish. Um, going to talk about Matthew Hoffman. Um, and you know, I always have to say when these people are born. He was born November 1st, 1980. Um, so he's a Scorpio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> worked as a tree cutter. And a little after his birthday in 2010, uh, November 10th, 2010, uh, he chose to rob the home of Tina Herman. Um, and he had pretty much stalked her house for a while. Um, and I guess whenever she would leave, she would leave the garage partially open. So he knew that like as a routine that he knew that the garage wasn't going to be closed all the way. Um, and on this particular day, she was with her friend, um, and they left. So then once they left, uh, he went in and they think that he was trying to rob them or rob her. Um, but they, Tina and her friend unexpectedly came back and he killed them. Um, he was in the middle of killing them and her 13 year old daughter and her, um, 11 year old son came home. So since that happened, he decided to kill the son and the dog. Um, always the dog. Yeah. Just read the story really um but so he he killed her son and the dog um and then he held her daughter captive uh ends up he took her uh to his house and he also ends up taking the dead bodies to his house um and you have to look at some of the pictures i've looked at some of the pictures online but he tied her to a bed that was made out of leaves um i'm not sure if i said it but he worked as a tree cutter um, so he tied her to a bed that was made out of leaves, um, and then he ends up dismembering all of the uh, dead bodies to kind of dispose of them. Um, and so uh, obviously she goes missing, uh, Tina, and she, she never shows up to work. So a red flag, people are trying to figure out where she is. So the police end up um, starting to investigate when they find her truck, but nobody in it. Um, and crazy thing is on the day that they found her truck, he was walking near where her truck was found and, uh, was questioned by the police, but they let him go. 
because I guess he didn't seem suspicious. Um, So for four days, he sexually assaulted the daughter. um, And they finally found him. Um, The girl was alive or whatever, but I mean, she was freaking 12 to 13 been sexually assaulted for four days straight um and when they found her he claimed that he was gonna let her go um and said that he let her watch tv and cook different meals for her oh that was real sweet of you yeah so sweet which is weird like (laughs) sir what (laughs) um so they end up finding um finding him or whatever and uh he ends up being charged with 10 counts um including aggravated murder rape and he's sentenced to life without the possibility of parole um and so later on they end up figuring out that he stabbed all of them uh in the chest and the back and then the fucking weird thing that really sticks out to me is that like i said he was a tree cutter and his house was lined with more than a hundred bags of leaves and the cops when they went into the house like there was like leaves piles of leaves so tall and so huge that they were thinking that the bodies could have been in those leaves or whatever like it was that bad um and the his neighbors and stuff that were uh in the area like there's really no trees around his house so they don't know how he got all those leaves in the in the house um and so they end up figuring out like he put the bodies like in a it's like the woods somewhere where he like raised them up like above the like within the trees or whatever to where like if you were just walking through you would never notice where these bodies were so he ended up actually showing the police or telling the police where the bodies were or they never would have found them um another fun fact in his freezer all he had were red popsicles and dead squirrels. That's it. That's it. So what the fuck was he feeding her for four days? Oh, he claims like hamburgers and shit, but no, you making her squirrel burgers? I don't know. Um, squirrel. <laughs> and the the girl and they mentioned her name in the in the article or whatever that I got, but I'm not gonna say her name because she is a sexual assault victim and usually they don't say names, but I think it's because they started the story just as like a missing persons thing. So her name is mm-hmm. kinda out there. Um but she was dressed in plastic bags, like laying on a bed of leaves, surrounded by leaves. And she's dressed in a plastic bag where like her uh legs were cut out. Like like she's wearing a diaper basically, like a hefty bag, like with her legs through. So she's having to use the bathroom on herself, basically. Um, And she had been there and just tortured and everything for so long. Well, I mean, it was four days, but like, I know that probably feels like forever, but um, she didn't have any idea. Like her family was dead. So she's there thinking she can just go home. And there's a cop that said that they, um, that they, when they picked her up, like she was like, I need to go to school. I'm late for school. So she was just like super delusional and like literally her whole family did. Oh my God. So, baby. Yeah. And they think that he's mentally ill, but they didn't like say. That's what I was just about to ask. I was just about to ask. Did he plead yeah. insanity? He didn't. Cause he, he got, um, he got sentenced to life without the possibility of parole, 
but they That's think he's good. mentally ill but like it took them a long time just to get the little bit of information that they got out of him to be able to get the bodies and stuff like that recovered um so yeah my thing is, is like I'm just picturing how he like raised them up in the trees and I'm like I'm trying yeah you think no one the... would see but like what if someone's having a nice hike and they're like wow lovely trees and then see bodies exactly but I'm I don't know I'm just trying to figure out where the fuck you get all these leaves from to where your entire house has piles of leaves you're making leaf beds like I don't get it I really don't I don't get it and they, they interviewed some of the neighbors and stuff and they were like I never like he used to like kind of talk to himself and whenever he was outside they would make their kids come inside and, um, and apparently this all happened because his girlfriend used to live with him and then she ended up moving out for some reason that they and I, I didn't see why she probably moved out probably the fucking leaves yeah probably the squirrels <laughs> and it, just all of the above bro <laughs> all of the above <laughs> Or it could be that she didn't like the red popsicles. Well, that too. I don't know. Like, was, there was just right. so many red flags. Like, I don't know. I was just like... Well, yeah, I said it was kind of short, but it was a short story, but very interesting, I think. But... I feel like they did, like, a remake of that, too, like, on Criminal Minds. Yes, I like I they did. I they did. like that. Yeah. They did. Um... Well, it, and it wasn't, I think they did like kind of a remake of it and um, they end up, I think they mentioned him on like a different episode because I read something that was like Spencer, he mentioned like his name like randomly when they were working on another case or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's me. That's, that's Matthew Hoffman. It was wonderful. It was great. You got to <laughs> put your best wits forward. Uh, you, so me, <laughs> I decided to go all the way to South Africa. Oh, uh, get international. Okay. <laughs> we getting on a plane? I'm out you. Okay. I'm out you. I'll be out <laughs> you. So uh, this guy is Moses Sithole. Uh, he's a Scorpio. He was born oh, November 17th. Another Scorpio. (laughs) Uh, They called his murders the ABC murders because he began in Adderidgeville and continued to Boxburg and then finished in Cleveland, which is a suburb of Johannesburg. So um, he murdered at least 38 people. Oh, shit. And this is the time span, July 16th, 1994 to November 6th, 1995. All they have, they're saying 38, but they think it might be more close to 76. That's like a Um, very big range. Yeah. It's not like, oh, um, he kills 38, possibly like 42. (laughs) No, there's like a huge number. And, and like how are you not sure of that like fucking find out right. like don't just <laughs> be sure damn it be sure so um at five years old his dad died and his mom was like yeah i ain't really cut out for this parent shit uh yeah i'm out so him and his siblings spent like three years in an or- orphanage or whatever and he claims that they were like super like mistreated and like 
all kind of stuff. So um, in his late teens, he was arrested for rape. He spent like seven years in prison. So basically his logic was, I'm going to kill all these people because they lied about me. I did not rape anybody. And so now I'm angry. So his targets were black women between 18 and 45. And he had this like nonprofit organization or whatever that was supposed to be (laughs) helpful to children who had been abused and stuff like that. So he would do like interviews for positions at the uh, nonprofit or whatever. And the women who came to be interviewed, he would just kill them. So he would beat, rape, strangle, um, and he would throw them out in like remote fields everywhere. And uh, one of the women actually had a two-year-old son and left the baby out there to die with the mom. After he killed the mom, he left the baby out there. Oh, no. So he would, just like your guy, Ruby, he would call and taunt like the victim's family and stuff by phone. And um, everybody said he was like super like mild mannered or whatever the fuck that means. Fuck that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, <laughs> so he killed all those. He killed like 38. So this is his sentence. This is a wild ass sentence. So he got 50 years imprisonment for each victim. So 50 years for all 38. Let's do some math. Then he, hold on. I got my phone up. Like, <laughs> like, he got 12 years. He got 12 years for the rapes, for 40 rapes. Then he got five years for six robberies. Oh, it all came scale. up to 2,410. Oh, you did the math. <laughs> Thank God. You're like, you I lost count. I was only at 1,900. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Hold on now. So he has to serve at least 930 before being eligible. Uh, who the fuck lives to be 930 <laughs> they said uh, and I was just talking about crazy ass sentences I think it was like last week or the week before like I don't get it <laughs> no they really said not gonna see 100 of the years the next 9 lives you have <laughs> you right here. you gonna have your bones in a cell we're going to have your fucking bone. And he's not going to live. He probably won't make it too far anyway, because after he was arrested, he tested positive for HIV. So. I thought you were going to he tested positive for COVID. Like, it's like, oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. But yeah, this mother, he, 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 he ain't got too much time left on his clock. Uh, 937 years. I guess he's going to leave his bones in the room, in the uh, cell. Start all over from I scratch. Know. I don't know. But yeah, he was like super, uh, just like a big ass serial killer in South Africa. A big ass serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like is he, he uh, so he's still alive in jail? He's still alive. Wait, so what year did this happen? Did you say that? I think it happened 94. in 1994 to 1995. Yeah. He got he was arrested on November 6th. Wow. wow. Yep. And he mm-hmm. strangled them with their own he was strangling women with their own underwear. Oh fuck that. What but what Sorry. if she didn't have no underwear on? Then what was he gonna Let's do? Let's talk about the rudeness of it all. Let's talk about the rudeness of it all. Wow. That's just 
ain't going to no more job interviews. That's, that was my first thought when you said they went to job interviews. I was like, oop, looks like I'm staying at my job now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all and the say. ages were like so crazy. The age range was like random as hell. So, so he just didn't have, he didn't have a preference at all. At all. He was just like, ah. I don't want to hire anybody so. walking through the door and about to die. Lord. You going to die today. Not big on hiring, folks. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. I just would like yep. to point out um, that we do not make light of these situations. We just like to deflect things with humor. So <laughs> why not mm-hmm. laugh and giggle while talking about really awful things? Uh. I mean, whew, I'm over yawning, Jesus. I'm asleep, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> My yawn just completely messed up everything. Um, well, make sure um, y'all follow us on Instagram. Um, tell your friends to listen to us. Tell your cousins. Your baby daddy. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, all of them. Let everybody, anybody you know, just have them listen to us. Because we're a good time. Yeah, even when we're sleeping, we're, we're still a, a good fucking time. We're a hell of a time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If y'all have any suggestions of ones you would want to hear us talk about, throw them our way. Because let's research. Let's research. Right, <laughs> and just DM us on uh, Instagram, or if you know us personally, send a text or something. Um, or don't, don't. If you know me personally, leave me alone. Okay, well, if you know me, you could text me, <laughs> or <laughs> you could text me or DM us. You know, whatever floats your boat. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.